Welcome to this edition of the Louisville Luxury Homes podcast series brought to you by John Mann with Linehan Sotheby's International Realty. I'm Greg, your host, and for today's episode, we will be talking about some items to think about when buying a luxury home. John, good to see you. How are you? Doing great, Greg. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. But you want to talk about luxury homes and a few items to think about when you're getting ready to purchase one. Absolutely, yeah. It's a uh, a little different segment, uh, you know, a little different process than what goes into kind of buying your uh, your average house. So, you know, when you're talking a million dollar plus homes, um, there's a little bit of uh, a thought and uh, consideration and expertise that uh, needs to be part of the equation to make sure you have a uh, a successful outcome. Right. So, in the Louisville market, is, do you think that's a pretty fair? Uh, price point where luxury would start around a million dollars. You know, for for the purposes of our discussion today, I, you know, let's, yes, let's use a million. A nice round number. Yes, it's easy. Okay, so how would someone start? I'm, I'm assuming that's not a first home for most people. Um, it's not. Although sometimes you'd be surprised. I would be surprised. <laughs> so, um, but yes, no, typically uh, not going to be a first home. Um, so you do have, you know, you've got buyer clients that uh, are going to be a little bit more sophisticated. You know, they've been uh, been through the process. Um, obviously, if they've got the wherewithal to, uh, to purchase a, a million dollar plus property, um, you know, they've likely also got some uh, you know, business acumen and just kind of experience. Um, uh, you know, in, in financial affairs that, uh, you know, your average buyer uh, may not. So does that make it a little bit more difficult or trickier? I'm not even sure that's the right word. Are there more things to consider when you're the agent for that kind of transaction because there are going to be other um, advisors that you need to deal with? Uh, yes. I mean, that's there's certainly a lot more that goes into it, and so there's a lot of just kind of, uh, you know, informal a dialogue, uh, you know, with between uh, the client and myself, where we, you know, just figure out exactly who the key players are going to be involved. You know, are there going to be uh, advisors, you know, trust advisors, uh, bankers, uh, insurance people, you know, other uh, folks that are going to be uh, uh, in the process, figuring out what their roles are, and then also just kind of trying to get a, a feel for the client's uh, uh, level of expertise on real estate matters. You know, we've got a lot of very, very sophisticated uh, clients. Um, but, you know, their experience, their business experience uh, is, is often not in real estate. So, you know, does it directly translate? You know, there's some things that we need to kind of, you know, even if it's a, I mean, we have attorney clients. Well, um, you know, depending on what kind of law you practice, it can be very different than real estate law um, or, uh, you know, in terms of financing, you know, the, the uh, derivative world is very different than the home mortgage world. So, um, so it's figuring out, you know, what, what they, you know, where they kind of fall and, and where we're going to be able to best assist and make sure that there's not kind of a negative transfer of knowledge where what they think uh, and know from one aspect of their uh, uh, professional career, uh, make sure that that doesn't uh, lead them astray when they bring it into the, the uh, realm of real estate. So it sounds like there may be a few more people involved in the transaction. Does that mean that sometimes these kinds of luxury real estate transactions take a little bit longer? Do you need to get started a little bit ahead of time to make sure everyone's on the same page? You know, it's, uh, again, depends on the the process or the particular uh, circumstance, but um, I'd say it's a similar situation, um, you know, as a regular home buyer in terms of the amount of time that's going to be invested in it. It's just um, making sure, again, to make the process as smooth as possible, um, you know, that the agent knows exactly who's going to be involved in, and has the ability, you know, ahead of time to kind of forge those relationships, make those introductions, and just uh, help coordinate that process, make sure that the communication is flowing 
the way it should. So are you talking about, for instance, if you're doing a trust or a state who actually can sign contracts, like you have to find out who has signing powers and who has... Yes, okay. yeah, that, that certainly comes into play. You know, you want to make sure uh, the person obviously on the documents uh, is the one that needs to be. And then, you know, the person on the documents is not always the person uh, who ultimately it makes the decision. You know, the trust is going to be held, uh, you know, for a beneficiary, um, you know, but the trustee is going to be the one that's, that's making a lot of those calls. So there's going to be, uh, again, just a, an understanding of the relationships of, of all the parties involved. And then as you get into the process, you know, at the point you've uh, ironed all that out and you're out looking and, you know, and start uh, start the process of the home search, um, you know, it's just a little bit more complicated as well. You know, in a normal home, you're going to have a, uh, you find a home, you love it, you, you contract on it, uh, you send a home inspector over, uh, and for, you know, 500 bucks or so, you've got a report on everything about the house. Um, when you get into luxury properties, uh, there's just a lot more that goes into it than that. Um, you know, you still, uh, we still bring home inspectors out. They, they do a wonderful job. Um, but there's, uh, as you read in their uh, uh, contract agreements, uh, there's limits to the scope uh, of services that they provide. And so, you know, as you get into some of these higher value homes, there's a lot of things to consider, you know, uh, pools, you know, uh, saltwater pools, chlorinated pools, uh, backup generators. Um, you get into home automation systems, you know, geothermal HVAC systems, um, residential elevators. I mean, all of these uh, subsystems, uh, you know, you want to have uh, contractors specific to that trade that come out and look at it. Uh, roofs are a big issue. Um, you know, as you get into some of these properties, uh, if it's not a, you know, dimensional asphalt shingle roof, you know, if you've got a slate or a tile roof, those are extremely high value uh, components and you really want to get your uh, arms around you know the condition of it what's going on with it and it's not something that a, a home inspector uh, a typical home inspector is going to look at so we want to bring in professionals that we trust um, you know that are qualified in each of the subsystems so we don't just have one inspection you know we'll have a, a roof inspection and we'll have the, the HVAC guy come out and check out the geothermal then we'll bring an elevator guy you know to look at that and we'll bring a uh, you know, each of these kind of components uh, will bring in a, a professional to evaluate it and then compile all that data and make sure we have a, a very clear understanding of the condition of the property. So if an average priced home um, sells and the inspection period is maybe 10 days or 14 days from date of contract, for a luxury home, does that get pushed out because there are so many people involved and there's so many inspections? Does the timetable of luxury sales change from an average timetable? It certainly can. I mean, it, and again, it depends on the property. You know, if it's brand new construction and it's, you know, two million bucks, um, you know, we can get that done very quickly. I mean, that can, you know, the typical kind of 10 to 14 day inspection period, we can do all of that. You know, if, but if we're talking about, you know, a a, a, a historic home, you know, with older systems and the slate and a roof and uh, or a home that's on uh, a lot of acreage where we're worrying about, uh, you know, getting uh, surveys done um, or there's a lot of secondary structures where you've got pool houses and guest houses and uh, those sorts of things, um, you know, kind of depending on the scope of it, it certainly can slip, you know, we, so it, it is possible. Uh, if it's a very clean, uh, you know, well-maintained home to get it done kind of in the typical time frame. But often we're seeing, you know, 21 days uh, up to maybe 30 days, depending on what it is and, and uh, you know, what systems particularly we're concerned about. Okay. And then on financing, do some of the same requirements come into play when you're dealing with some of the high-value 
uh, clients and some of the luxury properties, you know, 20% down? Or are some of the loan vehicles going to be a little bit different just because of the profession and the assets that... They're going to be a lot different. A lot different. And that's, again, an area where I feel we can add a lot of value is, uh, you know, you can obviously get online. Um, and, and get a mortgage quote in, in five seconds on, uh, you know, by punching in some basic information. Um, but what we really end up doing on most of these is, is working with our banking partners um, that, that basically tailor make loan products uh, for the particular situation of the borrower. So if they've got uh, if they're a lot of assets but maybe not a lot of income, you know, we'll work with a, a banking partner that uh, can put together some asset dissipation loans where they kind of impute income based on uh, uh, the portfolio. Uh, we have uh, situations, uh, similar circumstances, where somebody just wants to uh, pledge the uh, the investment account as the collateral, um, and then use that uh, loan off of their uh, margin loan from their investments to purchase a piece of real property. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, the traditional, you know, all of these would obviously fall in our jumbo uh, mortgage category. Um, but then there's a lot of things that even in the uh, jumbo market, um, you need to you kind of work through. You know, if you've got excess acreage, you know, if you've got a, a, a wonderful home, but it's on uh, 50 acres, um, well, there's not a lot of uh, lenders that that all, you know get excited about that. You know, they'll take the same value home if it's on a five-acre lot all day long. But at the point you say, well, it's on 50 acres and there's a couple barns and you know and all of that sort of pastures areas and, and paddocks and everything. Um, you know, they get a little bit squeamish, so we want to make sure on the front end that we've identified a lender going into it because we've certainly seen cases where, you know, the buyer brought their lender that they've had a banking relationship with forever, um, and then we get 30 days in and the bank says, oh, wait a second, <laughs> this is on 95 acres. We can't do this loan. And, uh, well, it would have been good to know that 30 days ago, right? So, uh, again, that's where we try to identify uh the situation that's going to fit for the uh, the borrower, the buyer, um, as well as uh, you know that's going to match up with the type of property we're selling. So uh, again, I know that when we have conversations in the past, it, it, a lot of them come back to uh, experience, and it's good mm -hmm. to talk to a professional. So it sounds like you've been in this field for quite a while. You've done quite a few high-end transactions. Just a couple, right? Just a, <laughs> but it, it comes uh, back. You, you have to have the experience and the knowledge to really help a client through this kind of transaction. Yeah, absolutely. And if they don't have the advisors, um, you know, if they're just stepping up into this uh, this level of home or if they're coming from another market and they don't have, uh, you know, the local uh, uh, banking relationships or uh, uh, insurance. I mean, for high-value homes, it's not your uh, typical insurance products. You know, there's lender or there's a insurance uh, underwriters that specifically, uh, you know, focus on this segment. You know, you want to make sure you get them with a quality carrier um, that's going to, uh, you know, to allow the type of uh, home that they are purchasing, um, you know, as, a, as an acceptable risk. There's also uh, things that go in, I mean, it, as simple as uh, how do you value a house? You know, when there's no comparables, this isn't cookie cutter homes at this level. You know, everything is, uh, uh, is custom built. Everything, is, each of these properties is gonna be different. How do you appropriately value? What should you offer? You know, that's, that requires a lot of experience on the part of the agent to be able to inform the client of that. And then uh, um, there's a lot of moving pieces on these, particularly at the high end where you get into furnishings. You know, the home's been professionally decorated. All the pieces were bought specifically for that room or for that uh, house. Um, and those things are going to get negotiated into the contracts often. So um, making, you know, there's going to be a lot more moving pieces than you'd have in a uh, traditional home purchase. Well, it sounds like this is where 
uh, professional knowledge really really helps out. If someone's listening and they, they want to bend your ear a little bit or get some advice on luxury homes, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, my cell phone is uh, 502-417-2837. Um, and my email address is just jmand at lsir.com. So either of those ways are great. Uh, texting, everything, you know, I'm, a, I'm very responsive as you have to be. I think that's a big uh, part of the value add as well is that, uh, you know, our clients are busy professionals and uh, they want a trusted advisor that they can say, you know, they can turn this process over to and know it's going to be handled and know it's going to be handled well. That's awesome. I appreciate you bringing me in today. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg.